0: And azat Hashem, may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Amen. Today's da'af has been dedicated by Mr. Victor Gindi, Hashem Ishmiru V'chayehu, for continued Hatzlaha in all his uh, endeavors, continued success, health happiness and all good things amen today's daf is being studied le'onishmat avraham ben esther ruach hashem tenichnu began eden amen today's daf is being studied refuah shdemai yosef ben sarah rahamim ben adel ve sarah bat rahel im narfen lehem betoch arkhon ay moy amen we begin today's daf on mem aleph amud lishon starting at the mishnah on the top line Ha haomer pititi et Bito Meshalem Boshet Upegam a person that says Petiti et Bito. He himself admits I seduced so and so's daughter Meshalem Boshet Upegam. Well he has to pay for the amount of boshet, the embarrassment that payment Upegam, that's the amount of devaluation that he caused her. Alpi Atsmo based on his own confession. Ve'en mishalem kenas. However, he does not pay the 50 shekalim kenas. We have a rule that says, Modeh patur. Which means if a person admits himself of a crime, so he has to pay the monetary value of the admission. However, if there's a knas included in the in the payment, like in this case over here of a mifateh, there's a fifty shekel knas. He does not pay, that. she says, And if a person admits knas, he is patur elohim, which means when the judges find him guilty. To exclude a case where he himself admits. So Mishnah gives another example. He admits that he's a ganav, that he stole. He does not have to pay the fine. When a person steals, not only does he have to pay back when he gets caught. The principal, but he has to pay back double. So the double payment already is knas. He does not pay that on a self-admission. Furthermore, if he went and stole the animal, and sold it or slaughtered it, so there's an additional knas of four or five, whether he stole a sheep or a ox. And therefore, he only has to pay back the item, but he does not pay back the Arbaa Arba'ah V'hamisha. himit Shori Et Pedoni If he comes along and admits and says, My ox killed so and so. Now, in that case, over there, the Torah demands that he pays a monetary payment, which is called kofir. So the Mishnah says, o shorosh el peloni, or let's say he says that his ox gored the ox of so and so. So then he has to pay according to. The monetary payments, that is not a kanas. This opinion holds that the kofir that a person pays if his ox kills a person, that payment is a monetary payment and therefore he pays it even on a self-admission. <clears throat> Let's say he admits and says, My shor gourd, the evid ken'ani of so-and-so. So he does not pay it according to his own admission. The Torah says that if a person's ox gores somebody else's ebit kana'ani, he must pay a penalty of 30 silaim. And therefore, since it's a kanas, he does not have to pay on his own admission. That she says, How do we know it's a knas? Because even if the evidence value was only one dinar, he still has to pay 30. So you see, it's just a penalty. So the Mishnah gives the rule. Which is, anybody that pays more than the value of what he damaged, so that already falls into the category of Canas. Just to give you an example of what that means, like the case of Mefateh. Of course the mefate has to pay bullshit, that's a damage. He has to pay for the Pegam, that's a damage. But the 50 shekhalim, that's not a damage, that's just a penalty. That's more than he damaged. And therefore anything that's more than the monetary damage, that falls on the Canas and the subject to the rule of Modebik Nas patur. So comes the Gemara and begins, the Mishnah gave a case of pititi et bito, that a guy admits that I seduced so-and-so's daughter. So the Mishnah asked, the Gemara asked, anasti, why don't you list the case of anasti et bito? He wanted to give the case of where a person admits that he uh, violated uh, is uh, the daughter of so and so. So why did the Mishnah only give the case by Mefateh? It should have gave the case also by honest That's what says the that he's still putu afagav de So even though he's m he's that he did a Piritzut, violated a lady, still needs patu. Why didn't you me that case? So the Mishnah is telling us a style of lo mebaya. Lo me anas, which goes without saying. I don't have to tell you in the case where he admits that he was honest, me'anest a lady. De lo kapagim la. Where he, really, he really doesn't pogem. He really doesn't uh, devaluate or pogem, um, cause a, a pegam, In what he says to the lady, because really she was against her will, so people don't look at it as such a negative, because it was against her will. So, I don't have to tell you in the case of. Well, it's not such a pigam on her, So mishalim pigam, I'll So that case, of course, he has to pay pigam, because that's already a monetary payment that he owes her. About betiti, but when he comes along and says that she was seduced, I mean she did it willingly. The where really now he's poor gamer, because now the street, the rumors, now that everybody's talking that she went willingly. Emma lo I'll So maybe I would think what that he is not believed on such a claim, and therefore maybe doesn't even have to pay the Boshet and the Pegam. Which means, who says we're going to believe such a thing to make the lady so, uh, to, so bad that she did such a thing? Kamash Madan. And we come and teach what that even in a case where he's coming along, and he's saying that she did it willingly, still we believe him to make the payment. Now she says, <laughs> By honest it's not such a pegam. They came under that pegam. It's not a pegam on us so much when he says honest. So i believe him. <laughs> that he should pay the bush to pegam based on his testimony. But maybe I would say by mefateh, Maybe who, who believes him at all to come along and make the lady such a, so bad where it was willingly. even in Mefateh, Hadush Mishnah is he pays the Boshna Bega Matnitin Mishnah is not following the following, Tanah. we have a brighter. Which means, according to Rabbi Shimon, Even Bo'shetu Pegam, He does not pay on his own admission. Why? Lo hemenu bito shel We don't believe him to put a Pegam on a daughter. Which is, if you had witnesses, fine. But Stam on his own testimony, we're not going to believe him that such a thing happened, that should, we should believe him that there's a pigam now on such a girl. So comes again what Ron says, mm-hmm. Well, let's say she doesn't care, let's say she doesn't mind the pigam. She wants the money, she wants to bullshit the pigam money. Let's say she's, uh, she's, she consents to, 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 to his claim, meaning... That uh, your whole logic is, well, we're not going to believe to put a pigam on somebody. But let's say she's niha, she wants uh, the money. So the us says, Dilma lo niha abia," Just because she wants it. Maybe the father doesn't want it. Maybe uh, to, 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 to have such uh, rumors over here, uh, for, for, for the bush, the pigam, is not worth it for the father. It want it. It's an embarrassment that it's doing such a thing. So the says, Niha abiyah. I'm not say the father's okay with it, to get the money. It says, Dilma lo halud lele abni Somebody in the family is not nihale. Because it's a big outcome on the whole family that such a girl would do such a thing. So, Gemara asked, nihale would have nibish Muhammad. God said, The whole family is happy with it. And the Gemara says, Impossible that somebody overseas or somewhere is not going to be happy, and therefore, he is happy not going to be believed according to Rabishimon to put a laws on her and therefore there's not even a Boshet to pay payment. So we said in the Mishnah a person that admits, let's say he's a Ganah, so he has to pay the principal, but not the Kanas. Itmar Palganiska. Now we discuss the subject of Palganiska, which is really what's called in the Gemara Hatsinizik. What is Hatsi The Torah talks about a damaging of an ox. One of the ways an ox damages is through its horns, goring. The goring of an ox is called Kirin. Now, the Torah tells us a law that an ox, the first three times that it gores, only the payment of the mazik, that's the one that causes the damage, the owner of the ox that damages, has to pay what's called palga denizka. He pays half payment. The Gemara tells us how to calculate it. But you do not pay full payment. After three times, then already the short is called the mu'ad, then already if it damages, the payment is a nezek shalim. So the Gemara now wants to analyze. When we talk about palga denizka, or hadsi nezek. How do we classify that? Is that a monetary payment? I mean like a, a sort of compensation? Or do we look at it just like a knas? It's just a penalty. So the Gibbon analyzes Itmar Palganiska. This concept of Rapa Rapapa Mar Palganiska Mamona. The papa says it's considered a monetary payment. And therefore the would be Mishalem Alpiatzmo. He would pay it even on his own admission, which means if a fellow comes along and says, Yes, indeed, my ox gored this uh, fellow's ox, so on his own admission he would have to pay the chassi nezik, because as you say, it's a monetary compensation. He says, No, it's a kinas, And therefore he would not pay... On his own admission. That would be the Nafkamera. So we have a fantastic mahlogr over here between Rav Papa and Rav Huna. When we talk about Palga Niska, is it Mamon or is it Knas? Rav Huna holds Palga Niska is Knas and Rav Papa holds it is indeed Mamon. So Gabriel says, Rav Papa Mar, Palgan Mamona. Ah, what's the logic? Kasaba because he holds. Setam Shevarim, Lad Behazka, Chimur, Kaimimim. Which is really Estam ashor, Needs to be protected Which means you need to watch the shore Which means If you're not watching it You have to assume it's going to damage Now this guy obviously was not watching the shore Because it damaged And really according to the halachay He should be obligated to pay full damages Just the Torah had mercy on the guy And said Only pay half damages Because since it wasn't Didn't happen three times yet, so the animal didn't gore so many times yet, so we give him a break. But what? Really, from the law, you should pay full compensation. So the fact that we're making you pay half, the Torah did him a favor. But you see, it's a monetary compensation. However, so let's read Rashi, Which means, If the animal's not going to be watched, They don't watch themselves from damaging. They damage. Even if it would not be a normal damage, like goring, They'll do that if you don't watch it. It's on the master to watch the animal. This one they didn't watch. I really, you should pay the whole thing. But what he's paying, he has to pay. It's not a kadas. That's a legal monetary compensation payment. He says, no. It is indeed a knas. Because he holds. Really holds. A show can watch itself. Meaning, even if you don't watch it, you don't have to assume it's going to go gore, which is out of the normal. And really, if the guy wasn't watching the shawl and it gored, which is an abnormal thing, really, he should not have to pay anything. It's not expected. But the Torah penalized. So he will watch the. Asks, and therefore he looks at the zaknas and therefore nafkamina can he pay or does he pay on his own admission? Comes the gemara and continues gives a siman hezek ma vehemit klal tenan we learned in a mishnah the Mishnah is in baba kama daf yudaled. Now, the context of this statement is actually in the Mishnah that tells us different rules about the payments of a damager to the damagee. Now, the one that damages is called a mazik. The one that gets damaged is called the nizak. Now one of the rules that the Mishnah lays out over there between the Mazik and the Nizak is ha nizak mazik which means both of them share in the payments. Now we understand how the Mazik shares in the payment because he's the one that's making the payment. So of course he has to pay. So we have to understand how does the Nizak share in the payment. After all, he's the one that's getting paid. So the Gemara is going to explain exactly how that manifests and the Gibarak, but become explained, it, it's referring to Hatzinezik. That is the Hatzinezik payment of a shore that goes in the first three times, which is called the Tan. So the Nizak shares in the payment. So the Gibarak understands it. Tanan. If you tell me that the Hatzinezik is a monetary payment, now we understand how the Nizak also is involved in the payment. How? So we explain. The law is like this. How do they, how do they make this payment? So the law is like this. Let's say the animal gourd and But actually, the Gemara is going to explain. Let's just read the the next line. <speaking in Hebrew> According to the opinion that says <speaking in Hebrew> that it's actually a compensation, <speaking in Hebrew> which means now we understand the uh, relation to nizak in the tashkumen because he's also being nizak. That's the point. Which means, he's sharing in the payment in the sense, <coughs> he loses half. Which is really, he should get full payment. <coughs> so the nizak also, like, shared in the payment in the sense that he didn't get fully what he deserved, technically. So therefore, that makes sense. nizak Yeah, the nizak also is sharing in the payment. And it says he had to give up half. aleman, but according to the opinion that says that the Hatsi Nizik is knas. he's getting something that he doesn't deserve, which means all Kanas is extra. Is it possible to say that he's paying part of the money? He's not giving up anything. Which is, if you tell me it's a Kanas, he gave up nothing. Whatever he got is profit. And then what you the, you see what? That Hatsi Nizik must be Mamon. Because why would then the Mishnah say that the nizak shares in the teshkomin? If it's a, com- it's a compensation, I understand because he's giving up half, so he shared in the <coughs> payment. However, if you come and told me that it's a kanas, so what did he give up? Adrabat, he got uh, he got free money. He wasn't coming to him; it's extra. So Gemara says, "No, lo <coughs> nitzricha which means that which we say. This inyad of hatsinezik that the Nizak is part of the Tashlumin. So I'll tell you, it's the subject like this. It's not regarding the hatsinezik that he loses. It's not on that point. It's discussion of Hatzinezik, which means how do you calculate this hatsinezik payment? Sometimes when you're going to calculate the half, it's not going to get be the full half. How? Let's say the ox died from such a goring. Now, who owns the carcass? Does it belong to the mazik, or does it belong to the nizak? So the Baba Kama, says that the nizak, the one that got his ox damaged and now killed, it's his responsibility. He takes care of the dead animal now. And therefore... The mazik has to compensate in the following way. How much was the shore worth when it was alive, to how much is it worth now that it's dead? And therefore, let's say, in the interim, from the time that it died to the time that they got to court, let's say the animal was depreciated more, the mazik only has to pay hadzinezek from the time of mita. And the devaluation is the loss of the nizak. And that's what it means when it says that the nizak is a partner in the tashkumin, which means he also uh, is a partner, meaning he also has to pay. How does he pay when it says nizak b'tashkumin? Because he loses in this case, which is the chassinezik is calculated from the time the animal is alive to at the chat mitah. So whatever the worth was, it's half. Now, even though it said the bottom when the time they got to the judgment, the carcass that he's holding, it devaluated even more. So, he's not getting really half the uh, damages that he lost. So, therefore, he has a, his partners in the Tashlubim. So, you have no ra'ayah to whether nezik is Mamon or Kanas. I can really tell you it's even a Kanas. But when it said that he's a partner in the Tashlubim, it means the part of the Nevelah. The depreciation of the Nevelah goes to the Nizak. It's his loss. He has to absorb it. Comes the Gemara and says, hold it. Is that what the Mishnah in Baba Kama is coming to teach us when it says, Nizak Is it coming to teach me the Deen of Pahat Nevelah? Nevela tanina. We know that in another Mishnah in Baba Kama. How? Because it says in the Mishnah that when it talks over there about a mazik that a mazik has to pay it says he pays tashlume nizik. now from the language tashlume nizik, the Gemara over there that the carcass the nebila belongs to the nizak, and therefore he has to sell it and therefore the mazik only sell, pays based on when the animal is alive to when it died and therefore, the Hatsi Nezik is Meshat they learn that from the words that says, Tashlume Nezik. And therefore, oh, we're back to the question, what are you telling me that the Mishnah on Baba that it said that the relationship of the nizak and the Toshumin is is that the Nevelah belongs to him and if it devaluates, it says we know that from a different Mishnah so the Gemara us know Hada b'Tam ve'Hada I need one Mishnah to teach me the law of the devaluation of the Nevelah goes to the nizak by a tam that's where it goes the first three times or a Mu'ad, which means after it goes after three times. uslika. you need one for both. One for each. The because if only told me by a tam, I would say like this, Mishum da'akati lo which means since the animal only gored. Three times, so therefore it's really not considered a gorer, so therefore the Torah was lenient on the mazik, and therefore makes him pay half uh, payments, but from the time when the animal died. And therefore, i let the, uh, the nizak incur the loss of the valuation of the animal after, at the time of the judgment. But <laughs> maybe in a case where the animal already was known to be an animal that gores, maybe I'll tell you that the mazik does not have to incur... Uh, Maybe the nizak does not incur the loss. That's what I said, even by Mu'ad, the opposite. If you told me that by the Mu'ad, because since already, the Mazik is paying full payment, so therefore, they don't make him pay the full payment of the time of the uh, court, but they make him pay the full payment at the time of the uh, death. Because everybody's paying full payment, so he's paying enough. But Tam's only paying half. Maybe I'll tell you you have to pay half, but include the, the valuation. So the Gabbara says Siddiq, that's why you need both cases. So now the Gabbara continues to try to bring a proof. Again, we're discussing over the... Is it Mamon, or is it Kna? So we have a Machlok, so we're trying to bring a proof to one of the two ways... So the Gibara says, Tashema, another Mishnah, Baba Kama. Ma bin Tam le What is some of the differences between a Shor Tam or a Shor Muad? A Shor that goes the first three times or after that. So it's a Shatam, Mishalem, Hatzinizik, Which means when it comes to the Tam payment, the payment is from the goof of the animal. Which means, based on the value of the animal, it comes out of the animal's value, that's how you calculate Hatzinezek. Meaning, if let's say, the animal that uh, was gored is worth less than Hatzinezek, so therefore he only has to give him the difference. The Pasuk writes by uh, Atam. Umakhiru at the shorahai. The Nizak sells the shor. hatsu it katspo. And they split the money. So, therefore, the deen is if let's say uh, in, after you split the money you pay the half, it's less than the price of Hatsi Nizak, doesn't matter. You pay it from the animal. So, again, if let's say this payment over here. Actually you're paying Megoufor Shila Shur which means you're paying from the value of the Shor Hanogayah. And therefore, if let's say the shor and the one that gores is less than the which they the law is like this again. They sell the Shor. They sell the ox that gored. That's the mazik's shor, And that shor over there, they, they take the money and he gives them the payment. But let's say the money is less than so that's the loss of the Nizak. So again She'atam Mishalem It's The payment is from the goof of the goring animal. They sell the uh, animal that gored and that money goes towards the Hatzinezek even if it's less than the actual price. However, Umu'ad, Meh Shalim Nizik Shalim Min'a Aliyah. That when it comes to the Mu'ad, you have to pay it min Aliyah. He pays it from his own assets, which means it's a full payment. Even if they sell the animal, it's not enough. He has to take it from his own assets. Also, what's the question? Ve lo ketari. Hakimah didn't give a different difference. It should have said, Shatam Eno Meh pay Alpi'a Atsma. Umu'ad Meh pay Alpi'a Atsma. Which means, if you're going to tell me, that what? That it's a kenas, So it should have said that that he doesn't pay on his own admission because it's a Knaas. And Mu'ad does, because it's Mamon. The fact that it doesn't give this hiluk it's matched that what? That the time is Mishalem al-Piatzmo because it's Mamon. So we have a Rishita that says that it is indeed Mamon, which is the shitabra papa So he was no, Tana the Mishnah didn't give us all the Hilukim. It left out some of the Hilukim. And therefore, one of the Hilukim that left out was what? That the Tam is in on Mishnah, that he does not pay on his own admission, and Mu'ad does. So, give us a my Shiyer, die Shiyer. Once already, you're telling me that it left out one case, and to leave out another case. So it says, Shiir Hatsi, Kofir. It left out another difference, the difference between of Hatsi, Kofir. Now, what is Hatsi, Kofir? You have a short Tam, let's say a short time, went and killed a person. Killed a person. So in that case over there, there's no payment, there's no hadsi kofir, because kofir is a, a certain amount that you have to pay for the dead body. But if let's say the baal shor was a mu'ad, the animal was a mu'ad, he has to pay, kofir, the has to pay, full kofir, which means there's a hidu. Just like we say, there's a, the, we say there's a difference by, Let's say what it damages that the tam pays and the muad pays However, there is a also haluk when shalom. Let's say the animal gores and kills. So by a muad the Torah puts a certain kofet, a money that has to be paid. However, by a tam there is no Deen of hatsi It Doesn't have to pay when he, when it kills so that's the difference so already once already you brought me a, another Shi'ur, I can tell you that it also left out the law of Tam is, atzmo, is in on Meshama Piyat Smo because it is indeed a where Mu'ad is ma'am odifu is Meshama so it was no that's not a shiur the kofir case. mishum Hatsi kofir, left shiur out. That's not considered a left out. Why? How many the BOC and the UDA tam tamishelim katsi kofir? I'll tell you that that right now uh, Mista is going like to the BOC again that says that a tam indeed pays Hatsi kofir, and therefore you're not going to list that. Uh, because hey you listed it already. When you said Tam is Mishalim, Hatsi, and Mu'ad's Shalim, that's the same deen as Hatsi, Kofir, and Kofir, So therefore we're back to a proof. That what I could tell you that the uh, Mishnah from the fact that it did not list that Hiluk must be that the haluk of Tam in a Mishnah Piazbo, must be it is considered a Mamon Payment. So now the Mishnah, the comes to bring another proof. Tashema hemit shori et peloni. Au <laughs> Mishnah. A guy comes along and says, My sword killed so-and-so. O shoro shel peloni. Or it killed the sword of so-and-so. Hareze mishalem al pi Oh, so he has to pay even on his own admission. My love, betam. Most people be talk about in the Mishnah even at tam. And the payment is Hatzinesik, and he has to pay it, even though it's his own admission. Because must be what? That Hatzinesik is considered? Mamon! So we said no, no, I'll tell the case to say, a muad. Therefore, muad. Everybody agrees it's full payment. I that's compensation. Therefore, he pays even on his own admission. About betamai. But what do you want to tell me when it comes to a tie. Does he doesn't pay on his own admission. When you brought me the sefa, where the fellow admits that his ox gored the evad, can I so and so? He doesn't have to pay on his own admission. Why did you have to jump to evad? You could have kept. The case of the regular case of a shore that damaged the shore and say, when do we say that what? That he pays on his own admission, bimu'ad which means you didn't have to jump to the case of Eivet to find the case of Modib Naspatul. You could have kept it in the case of the regular Shor where he admits that his Shor gorda short Shor and say when it comes to a Mu'ad, however, if it's a Tam, so therefore from the fact that it <coughs> did not uh, give that Khiluk, uh, it's hard to explain that you're going to tell me that it was talking about over here a Mu'ad. Which means when the Mishnah said he meet shorit ploni or shorot shul ploni, when you're coming along and admitting that my shor gourd, such and such a shor, and you're saying, "How is it What is muad? Good. So you tell me muad. So what you want to tell me by a tam? know it's shul want to tell me it's say knas So why don't you give the Hiluk in muad and tam? Why did you have to go to the case of? Uh El Plani, would you have to go to case of I Qanadik to give me a case of Knas? So he was no, kula b'muad kamayri. I'll tell you, the whole Mishnah is talking about a mu'ad. And therefore, it's coming to me like this, in a case of a mu'ad, since it's mamon, so eno mishalem al so the Mishnah say it like this: When do we say enu mishalem apiyansmol in a case of a muad? That's the Afgah where he comes along and says it, it gourd an ax. However, if he comes along and says it gourd an ebit kenani, even if the short is a muad, since it's a kenas enu mishalem apiyansmol, which means a regular muad, the guy comes along and says my muad short Gourd, such and such a, a short. That's a mamon payment <clears throat> mishalem <ma'piyatsmo." clears throat> So the Mishnah gives a hiluk in the muad itself, but there's a type of muad where it's kenas. What's that? Where the guy says my muad shor, Killed the So therefore, it kept it in the <coughs> same mu'ad, and therefore, I can tell you, you have no ra'ya from Amishnah Which means I can tell you it's talking about a uh, mu'ad and not a tam, but in a tam could be a Knaas So comes the and continues. Tashima, Gemara tried to bring a ra'ya. To one of the two sides, is Hatzinezik Kanas or Mamon? Tashua, Zakla, we have a rule. Kola Mishalem Which means we have a rule. our the end of our Mishnah. Anybody that pays more than he damaged in a Mishnah he does not pay on his own because it's a Kanas, obviously. So, But if he's paying less than he damaged, Mishnah Mapiyat's That must mean if he's paying less than he damaged, like Hatzinezik, where he's paying less than the damage in Mishnah Mapiyat's because it's considered a Mamon. He says no, lo tema apa hot Don't make the deal. You can say, but if he if he pays less than he damaged, ela emah kamashizik. Mishulam apiyatsmo. But say if he pays what he damaged about bahot my. But what do you want to tell me if he's paying less, my mishulam apiyatsmo? He will pay apiyatsmo. It's considered Mamon litni zeaklad kol sheelom mishlem kamashizik enom mishlem apiyatsmo. The mashma or And then the Mishnah should have just said, so long as you're not paying what you damaged, you don't pay out, out Al Whether it's more, that's a qras, or it's less. And the fact that it didn't say that, because the Mishnah just said, call the Mashim Yater al-Masjid, only more than he's is considered a Qinas. Mashma less than he was mazik is considered a Mamon. So therefore, Adrabah. if the Mishnah was coming to tell me there's no difference between when he pays more or pays less, it's a Qanas. So the Mishnah should have said that. And the fact that the Mishnah said, it's Mashmah only when it's more than he was Mazik, that's a kanas. but less like Hatzin is Mamon. So your pastor, you're right, Tiufta, you have a question, which is a question according to the opinion that says Hatzin is indeed kanas. <coughs> From our Mishnah's mashma, it is Mamon. So the Geburah says, But the Halacha from this whole shugya is, nizka kenasa. That Nizik is a knas. Which means, therefore, if a person admits on his own admission, That his animal gored, And uh, <coughs> gored somebody else's ox, He only, He does not pay on his own admission, Because knas inu mishalem al piatzmo. So the Geburah says, I'm You just knock that, you to, a question. On the proof, which so you just said from Amishna, ah, it's mashma that it's mamon. You brought a question on this shita, uh, and then you said halachas like anyway. To you broke it from a question from the mishnah. Now you still said halachas like that to tama may itotav. Which means your question was because the Mishnah did not say that it's a kenas un- t- uh, unless he's paying what he damaged. And the fact that the Mishnah said more than he damaged, smash less than he damages. Mamon says lo psikale. It didn't want to say more or less because Kevan Because we have a specific case where when a person pays less. It is considered mamon, which is really, I'll tell you, by a short that uh, Gors, by Keren, when a short that Gors, really if he's paying it's a knas. But the Mishnah didn't want to tell us that all cases less than the payment is considered a because there's one case where a person pays less than what he really has to pay, which means he pays Hatzinezik, and that's considered a... Payment of Mamon And that's Hatsinezik of Tsurorot What is Surrot? Surrot literally means rocks That's an animal that doesn't, doesn't damage directly But damages indirectly He's walking And let's say the feet of the uh, animal as it's walking kick some stones, and the stones damages. So since that's not a direct damage, it's called a damage of regel because his foot did damage, but since it wasn't directly, the Torah has special scheme to teach us that the monetary payment that you pay is and That's actually, that it is indeed mamon. So therefore, and since it's mamon, the Mishnah cannot have said that whether you're paying more or less it's a knas because sometimes when you pay less it's not a knas that's by chatzinezik tzirorot by the case of the animal kicking stones ketani that's why it didn't stay made by kidding where it gores less, chatzinezik is indeed a knas now that you're telling me that that chatzinezik is indeed a knas Hi kalba de akal imre. You have a dog that ate, let's say, sheep. Okay? It swallowed them and choked them and ate them. Or a cat that ate big chickens. Mishuneu. Well, this is considered not a normal damaging. <clears throat> that would be similar to Keren. When an animal gores, that's also considered not a normal way to damage. Not normal for an animal to gore. And therefore, anything that's similar to kerin, which is not the normal way, falls under that category and follows the same rules as kerin. So just like a kerin, the first three times face Ezek, and you're telling me that that's a canas, so too when an animal damages it in a not normal fashion. For example, a dog eats a um, live sheep. So that's already not a normal way. That would be under the category of Keren. which means kidden doesn't that mean necessarily you damage with your horns. We go with the the principles. Just like Keren, it's a type of damage that's not normal. So to any damage that's not normal by an animal is considered under the category of Keren. So this case over here, where the animal ate the dog ate the sheep alive, or let's say the cat ate big chickens, which is not normal. So therefore, it's a shinui. It the deen of. In, and therefore he pays chatzin <laughs> magbinan And therefore we will not take payment in bavel because we have a rule that when it comes to taking knas, knas was only can only be taken from a bed din that <coughs> sentences the person to pay the knas. Now to be on a bed din to sentence knas has to be a bed din that's considered samuch that they got semicha all the way back rabbi rabbi from Moshe Rabbeinu. Those batidinim of Simcha were only found in Erez Yisrael. And therefore, the rule was that any betin outside of Erez Yisrael in Baveil cannot take out the payment of Knas. So the Hadush is like this. One, you tell me that Ezek is a Knas. So now, if you have a case, case comes to the court in Baveil. And uh, it says that this guy's um, uh, animal, uh, his dog. Swallowed up the sheep, or let's say the cat swallowed up the big chickens, which is not a normal way of damaging, and therefore falls in the category of kitten. So therefore they cannot take that payment in Babel, because it is indeed a knas aval. But if let's say it ate small chickens, which is the normal way to do such a thing. So then already it's not under the category of kerin. Then it falls under a different damaging. Another way of an animal damaging is called shin. Shin is when it damages with its tooth, meaning when it eats something. So this is the normal way for an animal to eat. So there's an Isaac Shalem in that. So when an animal eats a dog, eats a small uh, bird or a small chicken or something like that. So since it's a monetary pain because it's under the category of shin, that's one of the ways that an animal damages. Therefore, umag Therefore, you can take that payment in bevel as well. So the basic point of this last gemara is once you're establishing that hatinezik is a kanas. So therefore, when it's not a normal way of damaging by an animal, it's, it's going to be a kanas as well. In the first three times at least. And therefore, you do not take the payment in bevel. Comes the gemara and continues. We have a law, if the Nizak, even though in Babel you're telling me, let's say, they cannot judge the case, because they don't judge class cases in Babel because you need rabbis that got simicha. the rabbis of simicha only found in Eretz Yisrael, but still, if let's say the Nizak went on his own, and he grabbed the money out of the Mazik's hands, or out of his property, we don't take it away from him. Which means, he shouldn't know, but if he took it, he keeps it. If the Nizak, let's say, he came along and said, I want a court date in Erez Yisrael, so you have to set the date up, and the Mazik has to show up. The law azil, if the mazik does not show up, there. they put him in, Nidui, for being in contempt of the court. Benkach Benkah, which means whether the nizak wants a court date or doesn't want a court case, there. Still, the rabbis put the mazik, she's the owner of this wild dog, or the owner of this wild cat, that's causing all this damage, they put him in nidui. they excommunicate him, they amreen there, because they tell him, Salik Hizekach, they tell him, go kill that dog, put your dog to sleep, put your uh, cat to sleep, you got to kill him, because it's a damaging animal, and therefore you don't have to keep a damaging animal, in your possession, like Rebin told him, Rebin Atan, adam ra betoch beto. how do we know that a person is allowed to keep a bad dog, or a dangerous dog in his house. How we know that a person is not allowed to have a broken ladder in his house? <clears throat> because we're worried that people are going to see this ladder, they're not going to know it's broken, they're going to climb up it, and uh, house or something, somebody's going to fall off of it. So basically, you're not allowed to keep anything dangerous in your house, whether it's a dangerous animal or whether it's a broken ladder. Because you worry about people that don't know about it and they're going to come and use it. damim The Torah is over there talking about a person that builds a new house. So it says he has to put a ma'akeh. That's a fence around his roof. Why? Because we don't want anybody falling off his roof because and dying. So the Torah says ve'lo tasim damim You should not place literally bloods in your house. Now we're talking about over here a ma'akeh a parapet around his uh, roof. Why does it say Plural. So they learn from over here that any item that can cause danger by not putting a parapet around the roof or having a wild dog, dangerous dog or a broken ladder. So all these things fall into the category as well. And therefore, since this guy, if he doesn't want to put his wild animal to sleep or kill him, we put him in nidui. So, therefore, there's two ways he'll be put in Nidui. If he wants, if they summon him the to bet in Israel, as he doesn't show up, Nidui. Even if he doesn't get summoned, they're going to tell him you have to kill this dog, kill the wild animal. If he doesn't do that, they put him in Nidui as well, Rashi. Let's start three lines on the bottom. Actually, let's start from the case. She the icha hatsinezek. The the animals walking and it kicked stones. Pays chatsi nezeg, ba'u chatsi nezeg kai ma'alam babakavadil cheta gemiri ila ha-missinai, that's a lacham ha Sinai. shu tolda shel regel, it's a tolda of regel, because just like a uh, regel, the damaging of the foot of the animal, so too when the animal kicks stones, it's regel. Lav kenasaninu, but the headu shu lacham Ha-missinai, is he pays half payment, it's considered not a kenas, he pays half payment, it's considered because it's, it, it's a normal way of damaging. But the Torah, for some reason, when it's an indirect damage, says you don't have to pay the full payment, just pay half. Which means, that's why he cannot say that, that's why the Mishnah could not have said that whenever the payment is not according to what you're supposed to pay, it's a knas. Because there is a payment when you're going to pay less, that, is not a knas. That's the case of hatsin ezik Therefore, the Mishnah to say only when the payment is more than the damage, That's for sure. It's a knas. Now you do have also payments that are less, like hatsin by kid and by goring. That's also a knas. But this is just a case of a goring of a serorot, which is less than a less than the payment, less than Hatinezik. But That's a mamon. So the Mishnah could not have said so long as you don't pay. Next to the sheep, the Achilim bread. Right, that was the dog that ate the sheep. Shehanak to the imit, choked them. Hayim v'Achilim ate them. Mishnu Nehu and the kubekach. The Chodnisik mishnu be Any type of animal that gore that damages in a not normal fashion. Habi todav dekerin. It's a todav kerin. Tamal like a kerin. So it pays we the The which is not expert judges in Babel. The Elohim. The judges are called Elohim. When it comes to kanaas, it has to be expert judges that they do not have in bevin urchevu. But if it eats a small animal the normal way, vavi ludo so miskid the shem. That's like the damaging of shem, which is a different type of damage where the animal eats something veshem meshadam nizak shadim pays full damage umamunau. That's considered monetary payment. The govin otor bebevin he eat a fish nizak mamunau the mazik. I'm not saying the nizak grabs the money of the mazik. Gabe kanaasad atinusko the ends liklitzot nefanehu, which means it's too late. Like he keeps it. He doesn't have to give it back. We don't take it from him. The uh He takes Paganiske, he takes Palganiske. The e rotafis. But if he didn't take, the come and he said, "Kavuudi zem he which they made his court min israel So then, if he doesn't go the mazik, they put him in nidui. They warn him because of the damaging that it causes, and therefore they tell him to kill his at uh, dangerous adam because of the puzzle that the same damim elu amen